Okay. All right, let's get started. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Savvy Speaks podcast. I am Miss Lisa Nobles, your hostess, and I am so excited and elated to have you join in with me today. Speaking of today, our topic consists of defining success. And I have a very important guest joining me for this special empowerment segment at the Savvy Speaks Roundtable. This segment is in sharing tips for defining success and how we walk through life through those elements, right? So let's give a warm welcome to our guest, King Corey W. Scales, who is a native of San Diego, California, who once lived a challenging life, such as being a part of a game, hustling, which he will share more about later, and has since dedicated his life to changing the mindset of the younger generation, specifically whose mentality is or was leading them down a life of destruction, life the li- like the life experiences which Corey once experienced. As a changed individual over the past 21 years, Corey has committed himself to defining success by the life in which he currently leaves, leads, which includes marriage to a lovely wife and two amazing children. He is an entrepreneur and works for a Fortune 500 company. Corey advocates that you can accomplish anything that you set your mind to. Welcome, Corey, to the Savvy Speaks Roundtable. Family, our focus again today is on defining success. And for many successes, successes may appear as family, business, mentoring, improving or enhancing your finances. So, Corey, welcome again. And tell us a little bit more about yourself. Hey, thank you. First of all, let me thank you for having me on your show. Thank you. Uh, So a little bit about me. Mm -hmm. A little bit about me. Uh, Let me see. What should I start off? Uh, An entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. a family man, uh, born in San Diego, but raised in Texas pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a a couple of things I've done as far as uh, doing a movie, making movies, uh, making music, releasing CDs, Mm -hmm. tapes for those who were younger back in the day. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Had three TV shows out uh, on the trucking company and a couple of other ventures that I've I've invested in. Well, that is amazing. Pretty much try to do everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that, Mr. Corey. We have to find the right purpose for us and then do that from a great perspective within our purpose. So I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you again for coming. Um, And again, family, are you ready? Because we're going to talk about defining success with Mr. Corey W. Scales. So Mr. Corey, we're going to jump right in this morning. What made you decide to change the way you viewed life? Uh, so a couple of things made me change the way, uh, that I view life right now. One thing was having my daughter, mm-hmm. uh, one night I was coming home from work and had this vision of my daughter asking when she was going to bring daddy out of the ground Wow! and when I was coming back. So that vision alone made me start looking at how I, how I view life. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is being in the position that I was in. 
and being able to to make a couple of moves, reading a couple of books and everything, putting everything into perspective, mm-hmm. I started seeing a different way to go right. instead of the route that I was on. Yes, sir. So that, that helped me out a lot. Okay, awesome. Now, when you said that you were um, versus the route that you were on, what did that consist of, Mr. Corey? <laughs> All right, so the route that I was on at the time was hustling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pretty much being in the streets, uh, gang related, mm-hmm. uh, not being active anymore, but still, you know, claiming sex and all that. Right. So I was really on the path of destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing music at the time. Uh, if you listen to my music, you would hear a, a lot of the stuff that I was doing, getting into. A lot of that was pretty much true. Mm-hmm. And so I was pretty much on the path of destruction. Well, I could either ended up in jail for for a lifetime, for a long time, mm-hmm. or or ended up somewhere else. Okay, I, I get that. I understand. So, what are your top ten tips for the younger generation? We kind of have been speaking about you were on this this road. So, how did what are these tips that you derive that that you wanted to implement or share or that you do share with the younger generation? So talking to the younger generation, uh, I would tell them, first of all, know what you want in life mm-hmm. and why you want it. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things that, that we don't look at right. is what we want, but why we really want it. You know, right. uh, back in the day, I used to used to sell drugs, okay? Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons that I sold them at first was because I needed some money. Right. Then it got to the point where I had I had a job with still selling drugs, though. And the reason why I sold them then was to maintain or try to reach a certain lifestyle. Right. You know, buying the rims and everything. So mm-hmm. that having goals like that in mind and, and reasons like that is the reason why a lot of people fail. Right. So if you know the reason why you really want to get something in life, find the right way to go about getting it, then I think that it helps you out a lot. Awesome. Uh, one of my other things is surround yourself with greatness. Yes. And when I mean that, surrounding yourself with people in your life that's going to try to help you uh, attain that certain lifestyle, that's going to try to help you attain something greater than where you went. If you mm-hmm. have somebody that's standing around you, that's selling drugs, that's pretty much what you're going to do, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you want to be around somebody that's more that's positive, not in the negative sense. When I was right. younger, my mother used to always tell me, you hang around broke people, you're going to stay broke. Right. You hang around uh, people that's doing this and that, you're going to end up doing it. And right. So you need to surround yourself with people that's actually doing something legit and try to go that direction. Right. Uh, three, I would say dream it, speak it and write it down and become obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so much power in what you speak. Yes. Because what you speak can can come true. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that. The more I talked about selling dope on tapes and stuff, and uh, my first app, my first release was Dreaming to the Morgue. Mm-hmm. And that was with a group, Trey 187. Mm-hmm. I talked about death on every song. Right. And the more I talked about death on every song, the closer I kept getting to death. Right. And the more, once I left that that era of the death part, I started talking about having different types of things in life. 
it started coming to fruition. Right. I really do believe in the power of words. Right. Uh, four, I would say motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a brother named Ron Carey who has this thing, uh, this movement that he's starting called I Motivate Me. Right. I think that's so powerful because a lot of us look at other people to, to get that motivation. Right. We wait for somebody else to try to give us motivation or maybe maybe listening to uh, books or audio, reading books and stuff like that to try to find motivation. Nothing right. is more powerful than you motivating yourself. Right. So uh, another thing is I've learned this concept of taking like a GPS right. on, your, on your maps. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of things that you might want to do in life that you mm-hmm. might not be able to, to get to. Something mm-hmm. comes in your path, you know, and you have to find a way around it, just like your maps do. Whenever you go into a certain location and you take the wrong turn, then you get rerouted. Right. If there's a roadblock and you try to move out the way and go so, go to a different way, then right. all of a sudden you start getting this reroute, reroute. And that's what we have to do in life. Although you might not have been able to get it this way, then you got to change the way you're thinking or reroute your life or reroute whatever the direction you're going to try to get to where you're going. Right. Oh. I love that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask some questions, say, but later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, train your mind mm-hmm. to think different. Right. If you keep thinking the same way that you've been thinking all your life, then it'll keep you in the same position that you've always been in. Right. I would say uh, outdo yourself. Mm-hmm. It's one of my other big ones. You're always competing to try to compete against someone else when you should really be trying to outdo yourself and stop right. worrying about what everybody else is doing and worry about and focus on what you're doing. Right. I love uh, that. Also, the, I think the mindset mindset is everything right so that's that's like one of the biggest again if you don't have the, the right mindset going into anything that you're doing then you're pretty much setting yourself up for failure mm-hmm. and, and you have to be able to change the, the mindset right I, love I don't know that. how many that was. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That that that's almost. I think that's nine, Mister Corey. But let me ask you a question. Um, when we were when you kind of was discussing, or was that ten? You were kind of discussing about the GPS. You know, that was one of our my favorite in 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 the previous conversation. But when you you specifically were saying, find yourself a, a, ra- a way around it and recreate and change your thinking. Do you think a lot of uh-huh. us for the most part of life, we we don't know how to navigate sometimes to get to our purpose or get to our final destination. Do you think that's why? Because we don't have the proper GPS, as you would put it, to get to where we're going. So we we sometimes miss the mark in our lives. What what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, that that happens. It happened to me a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one reason why I say you need to surround yourself with greatness, with right. greater people, people who are actually where you're trying to go. They can help you out a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a that's a key part in growing. Right. And if you said with that that mindset of uh, 
staying in the same spot and staying stagnant instead of trying to grow, then you won't surround yourself with a certain type of people. You got to get out there and network. Right. And that's that's one thing that can help you navigate whenever you get lost or whenever you feel like you're stuck. It's having those type of mentors in your life. Uh, I got a, a friend of mine named Lawrence Marshall mm-hmm. who does integrity mentors. Right. And mm-hmm. That's what he's pretty much preaching to the kids now. You got to have somebody bigger in your life that, that can been through what you've been through. Right. That can help guide you to where you want to go. Yes. So that's, I love that's part that. of your GPS system. I love that. And then another um, point that I, I jotted down was when you were speaking about training your mind to think different. Do you think that especially especially for you, for example, and all of us, we transition from one form of lifestyle to the next. Yours may be this. Mine may be, have been that. You know, whatever the our course was that led us to where we are in our lives now currently, if we have a not so healthy mindset, do you think it's a challenge in just even training our mind to think different so that we can be bigger or so that we can be better? Yeah, I, I know it's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still challenging myself with it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's nothing that just won't happen overnight. Right. Uh, like I said before, I used mm-hmm. to right. I used to I had an album Dream to the World where I talked about death on every song. Right. Uh, and talked about committing suicide on every song, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about changing your mindset, is it easy? Nah, it's not going to be easy. Right. Uh, but there's like I said, you get yourself around the right people, you start to think different. Yes. You put yourself in different surroundings, you tend to move a little bit different. Yes. You start reading a little bit more uh, and learning to motivate yourself and, and also get motivation from other sources, then you, you tend to move a little bit different from that. Right. So that's that's part of finding your why, what you really want and and how you how you want to get it and knowing why you want it. Mm-hmm. So once you once you know what you want in life and why you really want it, then you'll start finding ways to navigate towards that. Right. I love that. I love that. And then um, you you also said that we have to outdo ourselves, um, I, I, which I that's that's a principle that I even uh, I, I attest to. Or when I was a manager for a corporate uh, of two corporate five hundred companies, that was one of the principles that I always that I felt made me win, me and my team, because I always didn't want us to compare ourselves to the other teams and specifically me. So I would love for you to um, expound just a little bit upon that because you're saying that it is so relevant to compete with yourselves. Do you yourself? So do you think or, or what are your thoughts about people who 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 don't know how to use that mirror mirror to reflect and outdo themselves versus like you advocate looking at what someone else is doing. Do you think that that also too is a hindrance from us achieving greatness or defining success? Yeah, it, it can be a hindrance. I mean, so all my life I, I grew up listening to, uh, what was that? Uh, Stop trying to live like the Johnsons or something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that my mom used to always say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, keeping up with the Joneses and everything and the grass is green on the other side, but you don't know how his water bill is and stuff like that. Right. So it's, 
when you when you start looking at things and, and you start changing your mindset, you'll start you'll start finding out. Yeah, this person might have this, might have that, but what did he do to get it? Right. You're trying to compete with somebody that might be doing something that's unethical to get what he has, mm-hmm. and you're sitting here trying to compete with him and doing the wrong thing. So when I say compete with yourself and try to outdo yourself, yesterday I might have been good at this, or I might have slipped up and, and missed this right here. So today, what do I need to do to try to make it better and be better than what I was yesterday? Right. So I'm competing with myself pretty much every day I, I get right. up. I did this yesterday, or if I go to the gym, okay, yesterday I was able to lift this, I did this, 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 and that. What can I do to get better? Right. Uh, if you're looking at somebody else trying to get better, you don't know if this person, what type of stuff he's taking to enhance his body or anything like that. Uh, or what they're doing to enhance their mind. And so if you're trying to compete with that, what are you going to do to try to compete with it? Right. If you're competing with yourself, you're only trying to make yourself better. You're not worried about what everybody else is doing in life or how they got it, but you're worried about what you got to do. You stay focused on yourself, on your goals, right. on what you got to maintain and what you got to try to obtain. So I, love I, I feel that. like if you compete with yourself, you'd be good with that. I love that. And especially you spoke a little bit about worrying about your own journey. Um, how difficult right. is that for us to to stay focused on our journey, on our destination, especially when right. defining success? Well, and then again, like I said, it depends on your mindset. That's why mm-hmm. you got to focus on your mindset. Right. Growing up, growing up and watching everybody else ride around and nice cars or you got a lot of people like now you got kids and still are wearing Jordans or, or whatever they wearing or trying to outdo anybody when it comes to shoes or clothes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you see that you want it. Right. And you know, it's a lot of impressionable minds right now. You see this, they doing this. Okay. I got to get that. How do I get it? And so trying to be on your own journey is sometimes it, you know, they, they point that out to you. Uh, you right. don't have this, you don't have that, and it makes you okay, feel a certain type of way. Right. So that's that's one thing you just gotta learn to look past. Right. You gotta know what you want in life and just go for that. I love that, but it kind of tie ties in to your other principle when you were saying I think it's one like one of the first ones, surround yourself with greatness. I think that, um, you know, uh, someone used to tell me all the time that your first five friends are a reflection of who you are. I mean, how can one um, incorporate that into defining success from your perspective, Mr. Corey? So earlier we talked about being in in the gangs and drugs, stuff like that, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So when I was doing that, I had a lot of cousins that was that was in gangs. Right. And and those are people I hung around. Right. And mm-hmm. so there, with that, you are who you hang around pretty much. Kind of like how they say, you are what you eat. Right. So it's, it's, you are who you hang around with. You got a friend that's always talking about doing this, doing that. You're going to be hanging around and pretty much, pretty soon you're going to become affiliated with it. Right. So you're associated, associated with it through affiliation. So mm-hmm. or affiliated through association. Right. Uh, so you start hanging around people that's that say that's that's doing a lot of reading that's always talking about about books and or whatever and they're gonna start introducing you to different things to read and then they're gonna ask you about it so that's pretty much the mindset you're gonna catch on you hang right. around people that has money that's in politics or something like that 
pretty right. soon you're going to start going in that direction. Right. So, yeah, when they say that you are who you hang around with, the, the top five friends that you hang around with the most, then you're pretty much soaking up what they're doing. Right. Now, in a previous conversation, you kind of used an, anal- an analogy about your grandfather. And I want you, if you don't mind, to share that with us today. And you talked about the rims. Can you kind of share that insight or share that story? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> uncle. Uh, uncle. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So I had this this uncle uh, teaching me a lot. <laughs> so, and this is this is one thing that I did. So I used to always buy rims and put them on every car that I had. Right. Uh, rims would cost about five thousand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one day, one day I was uh I was with him and he told me he was asking me about the rims I had on my car and I was like he liked them and he was like okay he said well do me a favor he said get into your car. Mm-hmm. So I got into mm-hmm. the car. He said, so how did you, how did your rims look? And mm-hmm. I was like, huh? He was like, how do they look now? And you know, you can't see your rims from sitting inside of a car. Right. So he said, you spend all that money on something that you, that you only don't see when you're walking toward a car. Right. Right. And my whole thing was, well, yeah, everybody see it though when I'm riding by. So you're trying to impress everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you, that's something that you just have to think about. What am I really doing? Am I trying to impress everybody else that of people that I don't know, mm-hmm. or am I trying to impress myself? Right. So right. that that helps that helped me change a lot of, of what I. So now I have cars and I don't put any rings on them. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. money I can use for other things. Right. <laughs> and it was I, I, because right. of that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, I love that. I love that because. Yeah, he, he, well, I was going to tie it into another principle. You said you said the mindset of setting yourself up for failure when we don't have the right. right mindset, we're doing things just sporadically. We're not we don't have a plan because we've conditioned ourselves, like you're saying, um, to believe a certain way. And and what you're saying is right. to challenge ourselves to elevate to a broader sense of thinking that will bring us or invite prosperity into our lives. So I love that. And were you going to add something else, Mr. Corey, to that? Well, it's, it's pretty much what you just said. Okay, awesome. Pretty much what you said. Okay, awesome. So um, the next thing I wanted to kind of gear off into is you spoke about the mentoring program. And so what gave you passion? Why did you come, become so passionate or expound a little bit more about why you're so passionate about the youth and helping them to change their lives? So one reason is I, I have two kids of my own. Right. Uh, I've always loved kids. I've always been around them, even when I was doing my thing, mm-hmm. you know, in these different projects and stuff. Kids always came to me. They just looked up to me. Right. And, you know, when I was young, I didn't really have too many people come and try and tell me things different mm-hmm. from where I was at, you know, my surroundings and everything like that. Uh, a lot of people I hung around with was either selling drugs or thinking they were in gangs or trying to be gang bangers or or doing different things like that, stealing, robbing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when you say that the, the five people that you hang around with, these are the people that I hung around with. Right. And so you didn't have so many people trying to show you something different mm-hmm. and trying to teach you, hey, there's a better way for this. And so that's the part that I want to give back right now. Is there's a lot of mistakes that I made. A lot of mistakes I'm going to probably still make, but 
you know, there's some kids out there that don't get that opportunity and don't have nobody else to try to show them something different. And once you come from, from where, they, where they're at right now, you can show them, hey, look, I've been there. I've done this. You're doing this right now. I've done it. And, and this is why I'm at right now. You like what I have or you see me riding a Biden and a BMW or whatever and you say you like it. Well, let me show you the right way to get it. Right. Not the way that you were thinking you was the right way to get it. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of I, I like doing it with kids and, and showing them, hey, man, it's a different way. When I was younger, you had a lot of people like you might go to church and you hear a preacher telling you, you're in the streets, you're doing this, you're doing that, you need to get out. Or or one of your, like my uncle back then, what he was trying to tell me, you need to get out of doing this, you need to stop thinking you in gangs and you need to stop trying to sell dope, this and that. And you didn't want to listen to him because, right. hey, you never been here. You wasn't selling dope when you was younger, so you can't tell me what, what to do. You don't know right. what I'm going through. Right. So when you have somebody there that's been through what you're going through and that you that you can tell, yeah, he did that type of life, then you more have to listen to that person and follow. Okay, you'll follow his advice at that point. Right. I love that. I love that. I think that sometimes that um, we forget the significance of our surroundings and especially when we're trying to go to the next level in our lives. So how do you define success? What What is your definition of success that you allude and you live in your life and that you allude to the youth? How, do, how would one define success? Right. So success means a different things for different people. Right. Uh, there's a lot of ways to be successful. Uh, depends on what you're looking at. As far mm-hmm. as family, I've been married 21 years. Right. Mm-hmm. That's successful to me. It, it, uh, absolutely. So I uh, got two two children. I'm in their life. So that's that's success. Right. Uh, one of the things I'm trying to do now is reach financial uh, to where I'm able to, mm-hmm. yeah, trying to reach that financial freedom. That's a success to me. Yes. So that's that's another goal that I'm trying to reach. Mm-hmm. Where I don't have to depend on, don't have to worry about if I go here, go there, or whatever, and worry about how much money I got to spend. That's okay. what I'm looking for. Uh, like I said, the success means a lot to uh, different things to different people. Right. So to some people, success is getting out of the hood. Right. So I like to try to show you how to get out of that. So. Like a lot of people that's in there think that they can't get out. I know right. at one point I was sleeping in cars and uh, just driving around. My thing was, okay, I got to get some gas money. Got to go, got to go make some money. Got to do this, got to do that. And stuff. Then start sleeping in hotels and stuff. And, you know, staying with some friends when I moved or whatever. So that's, that's one thing that you got to look at. So to me, success at that point was how do I get out of this situation? And you got a lot of people going through those types of situations. So I like to be that person and try to show you, hey, if you did this, if you do this, you know, and using my life as an example, you know, I went through this. This is how I got out of it. And this is what I should have did different. Right. And try to help them reach success in that in that aspect. So do you feel, Mr. Corey, that, because um, I believe you shared this in a previous conversation, that you're successful in helping the youth to turn to turn around, for example, do you feel that, or do you, can you share a success story of where 
you know, youth have come to you um, from this aspect and, and could appreciate what you have, how you have influenced their lives? Oh, yeah. So I got to, so right now I have a kid that I'm working with on, mm-hmm. on a daily basis named John. Right. Uh, had the same mentality that I had growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's about 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, still going through that. You know, I got to be hard mentality. I got to do this, got to do that. And where he work at, I showed him how to get off the floor from being a, uh, what they call a simple mechanic mm-hmm. to actually getting into the office and becoming a, a engineer, te- a manufacturing engineer tech. Yes. And he's, and he's trying to, he's trying to get past that point now to be a supervisor. Yes. And so working with him, I'm not going to lie, it's a challenge. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because he keeps going back to the, to the mindset of the street, what we call a fixed mindset. Right. And everything. And so working, trying to work through that and, you know, get them on the right path. It is challenging for me, but I love it because yeah. I, I see a lot of me in him yes. and, I, and I keep showing it to him. So I got to keep showing him, you know, and he thinks that, oh man, you haven't went through this for real because you're not this type of person. Look at you, you dress different. You don't dress like us and this and right, that. So right. I got to go back and show him, man, let me show you some of my old stuff. And yeah. then once he started seeing that, he's like, oh, so you really were? I'm like, yeah. Yes. I said, but look where I'm at now. Here's Come the on. thing. I'm here now. It's mm-hmm. a whole different mindset. Mm-hmm. And so he he's gravitating toward that and trying to live it that way. But, you know, with all you got your friends that, that keep pulling you back. And this is what we keep saying about surrounding yourself with greatness. Right. So I try to put him around those people that that's on this level, the plant managers and, and stuff like that. My, that same uncle that told me about the rims that also told me when I was when I was working on the shop floor, stop hanging around people that can't do anything good for you and start yeah. trying to find it yourself and hang around people that can do something for you. Yes. And this is what I'm trying to show him. Hang around these people here that can get you into the office if that's where you're trying to go and start trying to mimic what they're doing. Try to find your way in there that way and talk to them and find out what are they doing in order to get in there and maintain that position and stuff. And he's pretty much going that direction now. So, Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's amazing. I love that because we all can identify with transition. You know, you were speaking about being in gangs and hustling and different things in life. Um, you know, I've had cousins in, in games. I think I, I we shared on a, a different conversation. Right. And um, he was in one of the biggest games in the territory that we lived in was, um, I want to say, 8-Tray. Because, of course, we're from uh, Los Angeles, California, originally. Yeah. But, you know. 8-Tray crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. <laughs> you comfortable saying that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, with uh, Los Angeles, you have a couple of, well, back in that day, I mean, that was over 20 something years ago of, of gangs that were very gigantic. But, and that, and that particular right. one was one of them. But at the same time, um, I wanted to remind you of another pre- a previous conversation that you and I had was about about a mindset but you were saying we talked about how that even being in a gang you can still use those qualities to be in management remember you said or you can you can kind of transition so can you um i want you to throw that that tip in there also okay so so what we talked about is is, you know transitioning through life right Mm -hmm. so 
and changing your mindset. And back in the day, you had a lot of, uh, you had some people tell me and tell other people that, you know, selling drugs, you can be a businessman. Right. And how mm-hmm. you take that into context is you, you know how to do, you know about product, you know about product placement value, you know marketing, you know sales. It's the same thing that you use in business. Right. So as a as a businessman, you're using sales, marketing. You got to know your product. You got to know how to make it move. And right. same thing. So both of those correlate. Uh, same thing with being in games and stuff. If you're running the game, then you know how to run. You know how to run your people. You know how to be a manager. Right. And stuff. So it's it's different things that you can take from your life on the street and transition it into right. and and what what a lot of people say like. If you read like Jay Z's book or a couple of other people, they tell you going or Young Jeezy where he said going from the corner to a corner office. Come on, and stuff. It's mm-hmm. the same business. It's a, well, it's a different business, but the same mentality. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got to know how to network. Same thing with business. You got to know how to network. Right. So it's it's things that you can take from the street and actually use it and still move like that, but it's a whole different mentality. Right. The same type of thing. Exactly. And that's it's going back to mindset. And I wanted to expound upon that because whoever will be listening to this podcast, um, you know, sometimes, especially when we're on podcasts or different in speak, you know, being speaker, we're this way in the public. But at the same time, there are some real life challenges happening for real people. And it doesn't always extend in the boardroom. You know, it's not always in the boardroom or life is not happening from the upper echelon of society you know that person who feels that they are in a gang or they're in a a a situation where they can't change this podcast is applicable because you can take anything from your life and still become greater and I think a lot of people are and, and yeah you may can attest Mr. Corey you were talking about earlier about being stuck and I think a lot of that holds us down is because we we feel that we can't move past our present circumstance. But you've demonstrated that no matter where you are in life, you can get past that and use your past to become bigger, greater, and and have the all money mindset. Which leads me into our next question, um, our next point. Explain your morning fix and what's that about. So the morning fix. It's something that I set aside to do, mm-hmm. and I said I was going to do it for a month straight. And right. it was basically, is so back in the day when when I was selling drugs and everything, what you what you would give to a uh, someone feeling for drugs was early in the morning was called a morning fix. It got them up and got them going. Right. Uh, so that's what I I took that and transitioned it to a positive note to where I say okay, so every morning I'm going to give you a morning message to try to help you with life. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna call it the morning fix. Right. And it's something that I've been I still I'm still writing on. I'm turning it into a book now. Right. But, so every morning I try to give you something different, something different to help you in life, like uh becoming great, surrounding yourself with greatness, uh competing against yourself. Right. Tell you a little bit about how to do it, then I share a little story about about my life or a situation that somebody might be going through that I knew about and I put it in that morning fix. Right. I love that. 
I love that. And okay, so um, what are you currently working on? Which you just gave away a little bit that you're working on a book. And I know in our previous right. conversation, you kind of expounded upon the morning fix and how it was applicable with that. So kind of go ahead and elaborate on on that if you don't mind. So right now I'm working on the book, The Morning Fix, uh, also trying to turn that one into uh, a blog and podcast Yes. Uh, to where I have people calling in and telling us what they're going through and try to help out with that. And also writing a, another book. So at the same time called Mindset is Everything. Mm-hmm. So, I love uh, that. What those are two of the things I'm working on right now. And one thing real quick that I just thought about you were we in our previous conversation, you talked about um, when you said mindset, the all money mindset, that's your that's Uh your brand. Tell me about that, because you were you shared about your partners and how you guys kind of can you kind of expound upon that a little bit real quick. Right. So with the with the all money mindset, I was putting it together for investment purposes, Uh, read a book. From I'm trying to remember the name of that book, it's called Thinking Crow Bitch mm-hmm. by Neil. Uh, uh, I was trying to remember his name, can't remember right now. That's okay. But, so, Thinking Grow Rich, he talked about uh, surrounding yourself with people on the same mind. Oh, that's Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. So, putting uh, doing that uh, is how we came up with this. I was like, so. Let's get a group of five, six people, mm-hmm. put them together and see what see what we can think of. What can we think of to invest in or right. start a business with or something like that? So, and we did it. A couple of us in the group came up and we did a, a trucking company called Black Platinum Logistics where we made a lot of money at. Uh, so, and that's how we were planning on moving forward with that. Awesome. Okay. Now, Mr. Corey, you've shared so many wonderful tips today and a lot of thoughts. What advice, this is kind of, we're, we're, we're about to wrap it up. So what, what advice would you give to others who is striving to define their model of success? What, what advice would you give someone who, once they hear this, that you would like to leave them with? I would say once you find out your why, mm-hmm. then show other people how to find theirs. Awesome. And try to help them obtain it. I love that. I love that. I love that, Mr. Corey. I love that because of the simple fact it ties into all your points to be focused, to surround yourself with greatness and, and to motivate yourself. And, and you can only do that in essence is what you're saying is by defining your why and keeping that in the forefront of your mind in order to create that change. I love that. Share a social media site where people can reach out to you for more knowledge about what you do and if they just want to even follow your, when you get your book out and different things of that nature. Okay. So you can always look me up on LinkedIn at Corey, uh, Corey W. Scales mm-hmm. or on Instagram at All Money Mindset. All right. Uh, you can look me up there at any time. I answer back when I see people posting to me. Right. 
Yes, you definitely do, Miss Corey. <laughs> Thank you so much. And that's one of the reasons why I chose Mr. Corey as a, a guest on our show is because of the simple fact I, I used to really I could really appreciate his posts, especially when he, he would always post things about finances and the stocks and bonds and different things of that nature. So yeah. this is definitely someone that you want to follow and I would encourage you to do that and, and especially get ready to read that book, The Morning Fix. I love that. So I am elated to have participated in this show today. I know that someone somewhere was touched by this wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much to the king of the round table, Corey W. Scales, founder of All Money Mindset, who you can find out more about this king at www.iamlisanobles.com slash podcast.html. And as a bonus, please visit www.iamlisanobles.com slash resources.html, where you can receive free podcast resources for being a part of the Savvy Speaks podcast family. I love you. I truly do. And thank you for being a part of the show. And remember my mantra. And as I always say, you are, you are a unique combination of experiences, clothed in purpose, strength, and destiny. Have a great week. And I'll see you right here next time on the Savvy Speaks Empowerment Podcast. Bye-bye.